The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill on Holmgren Way, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View. That one hurt. That one hurt. I mean, a rainy, lousy day, and oh, man, they had opportunities, but the first start for Brett Hundley goes down. The Packers fall to the Saints 26-17. Tons of things to talk about from that ball game. Was it Hundley? Was it the play calling? Was it the game plan? Was it the defense? Was it the rain? Was it Drew Brees? Uh, it was all of the above. So we got a lot of ground to cover tonight. Glad you are with us tonight. We are going to have a lot of fun with one of my favorites on the Packers defensive line. Dean Lowry is going to be our guest tonight. Alongside, as usual, Matt Z. Hello, Matt Hello, 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 hello. You know, down in New Orleans, uh, I spent a lot of time there. My daughter went to uh, medical school down there, so I made yeah. played plenty of visits to uh, the Big Easy. And uh, at funerals, they play a lot of music. I don't hear any music. That's good. Okay. I was like, wait, 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 wait. The season's over already? No, I, well, that can't, that can't be many, right. holy cow. I know, Twitter I Universe know. went crazy today, yeah. uh, and the Blaine game is starting, and all. jeez, let's just... All right, let's try two weeks preparation and see what happens with Brett Hundley. All right, we did the one week. He's got a full week of preparation, and his passer rating skyrocketed, folks. He went from 39.6 against Minnesota with the one touchdown and three interceptions, all the way up to 39.9 <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> 12 completions and one pick. So by the end of the year, he's in the 50s? That would be nice. That's what you're Actually, he is for. above 40 for the season. I don't know how that happened. But nonetheless, yeah, it was a tough day for Brett. And I thought going in all last week, he wasn't going to do anything that would cost them the game. And I don't think he did. Right. It was all of the other ancillary parts that had to do their job at least at a competent level, and it would take care of itself. And the first 15, I'm not talking about McCarthy's script, I'm talking about the first 15 minutes, that's what happened. The run game was there. Aaron Jones, this kid is going to be a lot of fun. We might have to get him back this year uh, for a buck 31. Every week and if that's touchdown. what he's going to do wow. after he's a guest. Uh, yeah. That was there. The takeaways were there. Drew forced two bad balls, but nonetheless, hey, Demarius Randall didn't need a tip to catch that one. A great play. Devon House, excellent sideline interception. And it's a 14-7 game at the half, and I'm thinking, that's the formula. But something happened at intermission, and I don't know what it was, but there were a couple of guys who came up to me after the game and thought there was a considerable drop in energy. One on offense and one on defense told me that, and I'm... I'm what? Uh, and, and Yeah. I heard that from Kenny Clark as well, and I was shaking my head, the drop in energy, because you would think the energy would have just increased because you played such a good first half. We've 14, got a lead, seven? and even Turnovers? It was at 17-16. Yeah. Let's get a stop. Defense couldn't do it. Saints, four possessions, four scores in the second half until they, you know, did the four-minute thing and ran it out taking knees at the end. Yeah, just uh, couldn't get off the very field disappointing in the second there. half. But then again, look, there's Brady – there's Rodgers, there's Breeze. Okay, it's a short list of really, really good quarterbacks in this league, and he has been for a long time. He's played the Packers seven times. He's gone over 300 yards every single time against good defenses, bad defenses, indifferent defenses. He's good. Sean Payton, excellent offensive mind. He's good. 
fact, he was this close to being here instead of McCarthy right. back in the day. So, uh, And the Saints have gotten better in their last few weeks. That offense is starting to get better. Their defense is starting to get better. They're a team that's rising. But it's still young and inexperienced on the uh, perimeter outside and their yeah, secondary, yeah. and yet the Packers just could. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of why they couldn't get anything going on offense, as we'll hear from the locker room quotes and everything else, too. But uh, one thing Mike McCarthy said today that I hadn't heard until today, they spent all week preparing for Balaga not to be able to play and Lane Taylor to come back and play, so they put up all this protection plans and calls and everything, assuming that. And then on Friday it was Balaga's in and Taylor's out, Completely flipped it around. Protection started to wear down. Hundley didn't have enough time in the pocket to, again, process the speed at which he has to play. Aaron Rodgers is second nature. Right. Not there. I see this safety there. I'm going here. I'm going here. I'm going. But it's a, it's a lightning fast, and the ball gets there usually pretty accurately. Brett is still in the process of processing all of that information. Yeah. And that will only come with more snaps. And. Hell, they had only 50 snaps offensively in that game, a number way below their anticipated rate, and it just never got going. Tough, tough loss. Yeah, he's been on the team for a few years, but he doesn't have a few years of starting experience. I mean, we never expect rookies to jump in and just be fantastic no. from the get-go. You need full speed and experience. Deshaun Watson's well, doing it? Yes, but Deshaun Watson is a unique talent. Well, I mean, he is. There, there are different levels. The guy's a Heisman winner there are different levels of rookies there's a reason Hundley was pop warner mvp in pop Los warner Angeles. mvp all right, you're right no, all right but no he tore things up in middle school you're right so mccarthy was telling us i'm not worried at all i got three years invested right. in this guy don't even bring up a veteran quarterback to come in here with rogers down and so with that kind of invest investment the return was a playbook this thick yeah and it's going to expand a playbook that was should yeah. be that thick. Yeah. that confused me a little bit but Again, we're really diving into topics I want to cover all night long. So we got a lot of ground to cover, as I said. 2617. Stop on by. Make sure you get registered for some door prize. We got some great stuff to give away, and it's the bye week. So that means a Packer Pro Shop gift card right. from our friends at Robinson Heating and Cooling. So uh, 2617, the final. Let's head to the locker rooms from Lambeau on that rainy day. And head coach Mike McCarthy summed it up this way. Well, that was a disappointing home loss. Obviously, the focus is. Um, to win every week, especially at home, I'm particularly disgusted with the second half. I mean, and that's uh, you know something that you have to take a hard look at, and as you do each and every week. But it, as a head coach, when your team doesn't perform, it drops off the way it did in the second half. Disappointed. Disgusted. Disappointed. A couple of good D words. I've got a few others. Damn. That's another <laughs> one. Saints coach Sean Payton's team has now won four in a row. It's not time to come up with any summaries yet we still have a lot of work ahead of us and very easily you know could have lost a game like this with with some of the mistakes but you know there's a little bit of resiliency that I'm, I'm proud of and I thought they're fighting especially you know in the second half of this game and while there's no reason to you know write a summary for Sean there's no reason to write the epitaph or obituary yet for the no, Packers no no, no no so no. let's yeah. just stay calm everybody Give it time like I said with a full week to get Brett Hundley ready though it was still a close-to-the-vest game plan that wasn't good enough. I obviously did not play good enough today. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's a first start. Offense, probably a little different. But at the same time, we still have to execute. And that's the name of the game. we got to put points on the board, especially when we're playing a, a big-time offense like New Orleans. Uh, we know we're going to have to score. And, uh, unfortunately, we just didn't get it done today. 
Didn't get it done. No. Nope. Uh, wide receivers caught all of six passes. Yeah. For 54 yards. That's a go route for Jordy on a good day, right? One catch. Randall Cobb said in-game timing is going to be a work in progress. It's tough. You know, it's, it's all about building chemistry with the quarterback. We've only had a week uh, to do that. Uh, it's going to be important for us to continue to build confidence in him uh, to throw to us in different situations. Uh, you know, there were opportunities today. Uh, you know, Jordy and Devontae got on top all day. Uh, there was a few inside as well uh, with myself. We, we just have to continue to, to build that, that chemistry with Brett. Insinuations that guys were there. Guys were open. Sure. And Hundley just couldn't get off the target or read the defense fast enough. Yeah, I mean, the Packers' offense thrives when you can push outside the numbers with Jordy, with Devontae, then work the guys underneath. You need all of those pieces working and give it to, you know, it's baby steps. Well, yeah. We, we we're expecting it to just not have a drop-off. There's going to be a drop-off and then hopefully just a gradual build, build yeah, back up. Yeah, yeah. McCarthy said the in-pocket time clock was all yeah. messed up because of those protection problems uh, that the Saints were presenting. Still, that game plan for McCarthy produced 12 completions, 79 net passing yards. Well, I mean, I'll pass the game. We, we can sit here and pick it apart all you want. So just uh, let's just blame it on the head coach today, okay? Uh, all right. Simple enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> blame the coach. But as I mentioned, the required ingredients beyond the quarterback play were there from the start, like Aaron Jones and the running game. 131 yards, including his game-opening 46-yard touchdown. I felt like I performed well. Uh, still some things I could correct, but overall I felt like I uh, played to my potential. I would think so. He played really well. That was so much fun to see when we had him on the show. Just such a good kid, yeah. such a down-to-earth yeah. guy, does everything the right way. It was fun to see him have a lot of success. And I saw the end zone, co- oh, end zone camera shot of that touchdown run expertly blocked. Picture perfect. And, yeah, he didn't. nobody laid a hand on him. And while the running game was there to help, so was the defense. Those takeaways, are, they got two in the first quarter, but Clay Matthews said it only started well. I thought we got after them pretty well. Those two turnovers, uh, Demarius and, and House, uh, you know, taking the ball away were huge, especially when it was in the end zone. Was, uh, dang it, you know, getting in the end zone. So, fortunately, the second half, um, you know, you know, we obviously didn't uphold our end of the bargain and gave up way too many big plays. Just simple mistakes that they took advantage of when you have uh, guys like their quarterback and running back. So it was just, uh, you know, too much. He had 485 yards too much from the Saints offense. Scored points on four possessions in a row in the second half. And here's what Drew Brees had to say. I felt like we rushed the ball really well today. I felt like it was very balanced with the pass. Um, we had some big plays in the passing game. And we also just executed the, the, the short passing game as well to, to keep drives alive. Time of possession was great. You know, typically that's indicative of your third down percentage. You know, which we were over 50% there and I think 36 minutes in the time of possession, which that'll win you a lot of football games. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they had a 100-yard rusher in Mark Ingram, 100-yard receiver Ted Ginn, and Brees for 331. That's balance. Here's the Packers' balance from yesterday. 260 total yards. They had 130 on their two touchdown possessions, 138 on their other right. eight possessions. Not the balance you're quite looking for, right? No, uh, no, not no. even close. In time of possession, obviously, in that second Jeez. half, it was all Saints. Oh, my God. Fourth quarter was like 12-2. to two. Anyway, ha-ha, Clinton Dick said the effort just wasn't good enough. Man, we, we got to play better. Uh, you know, we just got to play better, man. We got to find a way to get out the field on third down. Uh, that hurt us a lot today. And, uh, you know, we'll look at the film tomorrow, man, and, and figure out what we can work on to get better and, and, and go from there. 
Third and 17. Ouch. Third and 11. Third and 9 among the 58% they converted in that game. Now, as you heard, Mike said, just go ahead and blame me. He was quick to fall on the sword after that performance, but Brett Hundley said he doesn't have to. You can't put that on coach, you know. Um, that's something I take care of myself. And, you know, the O-line blocked the butts off today. And, um, you know, first start, um, it'll get better. Better get better. It's never one person's fault. I mean, there's so many plays well, in a no, game. It's yeah, it's an ultimate team game. I yeah. understand all that. But it was, yeah, that was still doable. Fourth quarter lead, still yes. doable. No, they, they just, were there. It would have been paid huge dividends. Now they really got to regroup and put the nose to the grindstone. And most everybody outside of our guest tonight blown out of town for a week. And I don't blame them. It's time to get away. Oh, absolutely. Recharge and let's see what happens when they and come back. And Hundley said after the go. game. Everything's still in front of them, and it absolutely is. The Vikings, their offense is good one week. Defense has been solid. Bears, who knows what you're going to get. 14 points on defense, but their offense had, what, four completions? Let's go right around the NFC. Lions are up and down. Philadelphia wins tonight. They're going to be in pretty good shape. But other than that, it's going to be all right. Atlanta's down. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. Well, it's still going to be tough without number 12. There's no question about it. absolutely. Had a surgery last Thursday, uh, convalesced all weekend. I know I sent out the Instagram thing. Uh, Jason Wilde, uh, my colleague on uh, Cover 2, is tight with Aaron. He did text him. He says he wants to try and come back. And having the surgery as soon as possible will hopefully assist in the healing process. But it is eight weeks minimum now on injured reserve. Can't practice until six weeks are done. Eight weeks gets you to, uh, what, the Charlotte trip to Carolina, I think? Yeah. Right before Detroit uh, or Minnesota, the rematch right before Christmas. Let's see what happens. If the Packers are out of it, we'll see you next year. Right. They're in it, like in 2013. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So we will see what happens. All right. So much for the locker room story. We got the story of Dean Lowry of the Packers defense coming up in just a couple of minutes. We are live from the Stadium View. We welcome our audience from Wausau and Sheboygan. And we welcome our sponsors every week, too. That is uh, Robinson's Heating and Cooling, Nicolay National Bank, American Metal Roofs, and Diamonds and Gold. Quick note, you can follow the fifth quarter, whether here in the bar, on the radio, online. And we have a new way as well. Uh, with uh, the Green and Gold Fan Zone Facebook page or the Fifth Quarter Show page where you can watch highlight clips, the entire show if you want. Paul is videotaping all of this right now. Listen to our podcast. All you have to do, the easiest way, text Fifth Quarter to 79489 and we'll send you right to that site right now. Podcasts of all the Fifth Quarter shows can be heard on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Awesome. And we're, of course, live from the Stadium View with a lot going on. Yeah, this Friday, Alan Jackson and Leon Womack, they're going to be at the Resch Center, 730. Pre-game for that right here. Then on Saturday, it is their big Halloween party from 9 p.m. to close. You've got the Gambler game over at the Resch Center this weekend as well. For their Halloween party, they're giving away $2,000 in cash and prizes. Tons of fun all night long. they got a DJ starting at 9. Drink specials. It's going to be a great time. Come dressed as Chuck. You're going to win. Right? Yes. No question about it. I, ah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> You're a good-looking man, Chuck. All right. Let's get rolling. We're going to take a timeout. <laughs> Dean Lauer is next with the fifth quarter returns right after this. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. 
All right, Packs fall to four and three with that loss to the Saints yesterday. Got the bye week, and the Kitty Cats are coming two weeks from tonight back at Lambeau Field. Let's see what happens as they regroup and come back, shall we? Here's a guy that we had on as a rookie last year, and uh, he did a great job. Couldn't wait to get him back again this season. He only lives in Rockford, so he didn't have far to go on the bye week, so I knew he was going <laughs> to hang around. Actually, he's going to the wrestling match a little bit later on, right up the street. But second-year pro out of Northwestern University. He has made a big jump from year one to year two, a regular contributor, a starter on that defensive line. Please welcome back, everybody, Dean Lowry to the view. Hello, Dean. How are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Tough game. Uh, you, every, the talk all week was Hunley. What was the talk like in the locker room about Brett's big starting debut? I thought Brett did good. I think um, they ran the ball very well offensively. Um, I think Brett did some good things. Obviously, his first start, he's going to have some, I think, growing pains. But um, I think overall, he did a very good job, and he found – he got guys open, but I think uh, it's about finishing games. I think overall as a team, we didn't do enough to, to win the game in the second half. Yeah, you had some chances there. You know, we got back in front 17-16, really needed a stop. Dean, what is it about that Saints attack? Uh, a lot of screens, probably more than I think you anticipated. A lot of stuff, short, out horizontally, 10 yards across. Drew gets it into the playmaker's hands, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think going into the game, there are no surprises of how they would try and attack us, and that was through their run game and through screens and, and more of a play-action uh, style game plan. So there was really no surprise uh, Sunday, I think, at all on how they played us. Um, I think it's, it comes down to execution. I think um, the run game we had, I think overall did a good job. Um, but, you know, obviously they had some, some big runs in there, which I think kind of – makes their rushing yardage look as worse than it really was. But um, I think when it comes to those screens, we took some some uh, some poor angles to get to the, the ball carrier. And I think overall it's just, just finishing plays. And I think that's that's overall uh, from top to bottom as a defense. That's what Dom was saying this afternoon when we had our last visit with the coordinators before the break. He says it was he thought there were far more missed tackles in Minneapolis last week than there were yesterday against the Saints. But he said it was um, the angles of pursuit that kind of got – a little out of sorts on some of those plays. You're in zone coverage behind the D-line, and the way they're coming down, it just wasn't quite the right fit. Well, that's the whole defense, too. I think one of the biggest things that we really work on in practice is, is running to the ball in pursuit and finish. And I think um, the first part was their effort across the board, but I think as a D-lineman, too, we got to have a better angle to get to the um, the ball carrier, the running back receiver to, to force cuts and to help out the guys out back. So uh, that's really a whole defensive uh, thing we have to improve on. Nick Perry got the only sack of Drew Brees on 38 dropbacks. How hard is it to get to him when it comes out so quick? It is tough. Yeah, that's really his thing is to get the ball out quick. He's a very smart quarterback, so he makes those reads really quick. So you can just tell on film just how, how well he knows his offense. But um, I think if you watch that play against Nick Perry, he just bull rushed that left tackle right. just right over. So anytime you have rushers like Nick and Clay, you got to get uh, pressure up the middle, um, as we tried to do. But I think uh, that can be improved as well. You have become a big contributor on this defensive front this season. Dean, what did you do? How did the jump occur? Uh, because uh, I think you're going to be a player that's going to be in the mix here now for a long, long time. 
Uh, I would say both is physically and mentally. I think I added about seven, eight pounds of, of good weight, good muscle weight, um, got more explosive and had that full year of a, you know, NFL um, you know, lifting program in the offseason. But also I think just a full year of OTAs and, and mini camp and then training camp of um, getting the playbook down, getting more reps out there, you know, playing more of a D tackle role too. So I think uh, the combination of those two things and then also um, just just confidence too. I think confidence I think is a huge part of this this game and uh, how well guys play this level. So um, I'm not really playing to where I want to be yet. I think as most guys would say in the team, but I think I'm I'm getting there. Had a couple TFLs I think yesterday, didn't you? Uh, one TFL, yeah. Yeah, one, one TFL. TFL. Thing, yeah. That was a nice one off on the edge. Yeah, I recall that was, that was our first play the second half. So that was I think a big play in terms of trying to establish uh, you know. Uh, um, a solid run defense. I think we had some good plays there, but weren't consistent enough. That's right. Yeah, Ingram off the right end, and uh, Whammo, a loss of two for Dean Lowry. Um, what's good weight? What's good seven pound weight? <laughs> I got seven pounds just, of bad weight. I put just, on, but just simply muscle. I mean, a lot of guys will say, "Oh, I you know I added twenty pounds in the off season, but you know fifteen of fat, <laughs> yeah. fatter muscle." So yeah, we're not talking Ryan Pickett here. <laughs> you got you got to keep your quickness too. That's the big part of gaining weight. So. Right. so how do you how do you do that in the off season? If you're going to put on bulk, what is your workout routine like during the week? How many days are you in the gym? How much is cardio, diet, all that sort of stuff? I would usually lift about four days a week. Um, normal lifts like bench, squat, cleans, um, and then my diet was was pretty much about four to five meals a day. Mostly, you know, chicken breast, you know, fish, uh, steak, stuff like that. So I try to eat really clean um, as much as I can. But you're you're a big guy. I mean, you're about five squares a day. You're about what? Three hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, about three hundred right now. Yeah, about three hundred right now. So how many calories do you need to put into your body on a daily basis? (laughs) I don't. If if you want to gain weight, exactly. Yeah, it has to be it has to be like a a surplus, you know, of what you're used to to gain weight. Um, But I would say probably about five to six thousand a day. I wish. <laughs> I wish. How much? How much chicken are you eating? How many chicken breasts then in a day? Um, usually one or two, no more really? than that. Yeah, but I mean, I'll have you know one chicken breast, you know, like one steak, one fish, one salmon, a lot of eggs, you know, PB and J thrown in there. So. I can just see it like Rocky cracking the eggs and mixing it up. <laughs> Six thousand calories. Really, really. But not only you, uh, but a, a fellow draftee last Kenny Clark this year. Dean is playing crazy. I mean, the past three games, Kenny has been unblockable, honestly. And I think it started against Dallas where he went against uh, Travis Frederick, and I thought he won that matchup. And I think any time you're a second-year guy, you go down there against one of the best in the NFL, and you hold your own and, and go beyond holding your own, I think it gives you confidence. The past two games, I mean, he's been one of the best in the NFL. What was the talk in the film room uh, when he got knocked to his knees and got back on his feet without putting his hands on the turf? That just shows um, his first of all his effort right there, and that's something we always you know coach out, coach up and really work on. But I think his strength, and I think that w- that showed his wrestling background too, his ability oh to God, have leverage play. and to you know stay with the play and make that tackle. So that's just this, one of the many plays he's made in the past uh, few games. That's for sure. Speaking of wrestling, do we want to talk about this now? Or we want to talk about it after the break. Let's well, go now. Save it till the break. All right, we'll, we'll do it after the break. We'll come back and do a little wrestling yeah, talk yeah. after the break. One other thing about Clark, uh, you were also involved in the play, and talking to Ron Zook today, he thought it was going to be the game-winning play, and that was the block PAT. You guys, I think you, Quentin Dial, and Kenny all got together and said, uh, enough of this, let's get it. 
we've had good push all year in that kickoff or that block field goal team. So I think uh, it finally came, you know, when Kenny uh, blocked that kick. But even the past, you know, three to four games, we've had, I think, tremendous effort and tremendous pushback. We've been literally just inches close to blocking a kick. So uh, Kenny, Kenny finally got one, and that was great to see. It didn't determine the game, but I think going forward, I think you know we got to have that mentality that every kick something, can be blocked. Yeah, something for teams to think about. And Dial is huge. He's a big dude. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of experience too, playing on that three-four system in uh, San Francisco. But I mean he's as well, uh, definitely a big, long, tall guy. All right, we're gonna put up chicken breasts on the order for uh, Dean to get his third meal of the <laughs> afternoon. Appreciate we're, that. We're there gonna go. take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little wrestling next door and more from Dean Lowry on the fifth quarter right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back. Packers fall to the Saints. Bye week is here. Four and three they stand. Dean Lowry, our guest tonight. Hey, it's time for our hot play of the day. You know how it works. Robinson's Heating and Cooling will give you a prize if you correctly guess the hot play of the day. You'll also be qualified for a grand prize drawing at the end of the regular season. That's a pair of indoor club seats to the Packers-Vikings rematch and an invitation to their tailgate party across the street. That's even better than the game. All right, Z, let's line them up. Beth Boy, is up, up first. Now. All right. Beth, what's your guess? Beth. Brett Huntley's touchdown. Ooh. The what? The Brett Huntley touchdown. The, the pinball from Brett Huntley. Nice. I liked it a lot. Um, but, not enough. but that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> he really liked the play, just not enough for you to win. Yeah, Beth. yeah. That's all. Good to know he can handle himself out there uh, because he took a shot, not from the first guy who lolly popped him with his shoulder at number 20. The next guy behind him whacked him pretty good. All right. All right, what's your guess? He narrows it down. Hot way to start the first quarter. Aaron Jones touchdown. Hot play of the day. Came awfully early from a rookie. Single back offense. Receivers left and right. Bennett tight end right side of the line. And handoff goes to ah, Jones. Yes. Bennett all up the middle to the 40. To the 30. He may go to the house. To the 10. To the 5. High stepping. Enzo. Touchdown. Packers. 46 yards for the rookie Aaron Jones. Wayne Larrabee on the call on the Packer Radio Network. Our guest from a couple of weeks back said, hey, all I had to do was run. It was on a power play, and I just uh, cut off a of Marty and uh, the pulling guard and just took it backside, and it was a wide open lane, and I went untouched. Untouched, he goes. His third score of the season. Kids putting up some numbers, folks. 346 yards to lead the team, averaging 5.6 a carry. Yeah, not bad. And he was at 13.9 yards a carry at that first third and one after right. the interception. Yeah, and they didn't give it to him. Anyway, uh, but Aaron Jones is our hot play of the day and our winner again. Scott. Scott A. Congratulations. Dean Lowry, our guest, uh, you've been chasing this kid at camp. Uh, when did you kind of see some moves out of Aaron Jones, Dean? I would say training camp, honestly. Really? I think just his vision um he's also a very powerful back too for for a guy his size as well so um i, I think uh, defensively we were not surprised at all when we saw him go off in dallas that could be a really important factor for and helper for brett hundley moving forward is to establish a ground game a consistent ground game but then you're also saying it will help us on our side of the ball too yeah that's true Let's i get think that um, clock that top switch yeah, i think defensively anytime you have a good run game 
it gives you time to, to make more adjustments in the sideline, to have more rest. So I think um, anytime you have a really good running back in your team, that's huge for your defense just to, to rest up and, and to make adjustments. Yeah, 36-56 and 75 plays, that's a long day for you guys. It is. Uh, you know, I think uh, Minnesota was, was even more tough, but I think um, Sunday I think they did a good job of running the ball, and that has to be strength of our team with, you know, with Aaron Down for right now. All right. Dean Lowry, our guest. All right, Z. Let's do it. Fire it up. All right, so Coming got- up next, we've got Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw at the Resh. Over at the Resh. Dean is going to the show. Now, are you a big, big wrestling fan? Uh, not a big fan, no. I follow it usually, but I'm not a huge wrestling fan. Well, I've got a few in the back here, right? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. was your favorite wrestler growing up? Um, I used to watch uh, the tag team of, like, uh, John Michaels and oh, – no, no – uh, Degeneration X. Those oh, guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple H and uh, was it Steve Michaels or John Michaels? Sean Michaels. Sean, Sean Michaels, Michaels, that's right. Those, those are always the fun guys to watch. So I go back to Hercules Cortez and Red Bastine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Nick was, Bockwinkle. That was before my time, so I don't know. No kidding. I, mean, I, was, I was a big Ricky uh, the Dragon Steamboat guy. Really? And Junkyard Dog. JYD was my favorite. Wow. Yeah, he was awesome. Andre the Giants. There you go. That was so, the old Minneapolis thing, right? Yeah. Is there a chance you're going to be making an in-ring appearance tonight? No. So not. like a, <laughs> a secret Dean Lowry run-in to break up some sort of a title match? No chance of that tonight. No, no chance of that? No, come on. I heard you're going to jump in for the no referee, no time limit, cage match with nothing but chairs. I want Brock Lesnar, though, if I do. <laughs> what about, what about post-football career? Would you ever think about doing the wrestling thing? Uh, it's funny because in the D-line, like Mike Daniels is a big, he follows that stuff oh, a lot. I know he, he, does. he has some good friends, too, that are part of the tour. So he always says afterwards that, like, once your D-line's done playing, we're all going to join the uh, WWE. And he, he gives us nicknames and stuff like that. So he's it's pretty got, funny. He's got What's the team? nickname he gave you? He gave me the accountant. So that, that was <laughs> <pretty funny. laughs> You walk in with the briefcase, right? right so. Bash somebody over there. Guess, with a, actually, Mike has a teammate from Iowa who I think is yeah. on the circuit. I'm not sure if he's there tonight, but his name is uh, his stage name is is Big E or Big Easy or something like that. So, yeah, Big yeah. E, sure. Big E, yeah. He yeah. played Iowa with them, so he's a, he's a big dude as well. So that's Mike Daniels' good friend. And of course, friend. Mike did wrestle, you know. All yeah, the way so did Kenny school. in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. There are there are some former Packers players who were wrestlers. Larry Fole, you remember him? Um, Lex Luger, right? Lex Luger, yeah. yeah. Larry Fole played 1982. Guard here on, you know, the Bart Starr days, I think, early mid '80s for a while. War number sixty-six. You don't remember him? P-F-O-H-L, Larry Fole. There was another guy yeah. in 2009. He goes by Mojo Raleigh now. He's yeah. a big Rob Gronkowski I've fan. Him, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah Mojo <laughs> Raleigh. Uh, he was on the Packers in 2009. Undrafted was cut at the end of training camp. All right. Yeah. And Roman Reigns, huge, obviously, WWE superstar, was on me. the Vikings for a little while, really? got cut. Yeah. So football, wrestling makes sense. I Athletic, mobile. Yeah. Right. Right. There you go. <laughs> what What is Mike Daniels' nickname? What did he nickname uh, himself? Something like along the lines of like his Dragon Ball Z. You know, he's really into that like uh, comic stuff. So yeah, he, he, so, I, I forget what it was, but something. Hear you guys. So, something like with that, I forget. <laughs> I awesome. could see him as being the second junkyard dog. Like he's got that attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just seems to be that kind of a guy. <laughs> Maybe yeah. All right. No collar elbow hookups here tonight. The accountant. I like yeah, it. I like the accountant. <laughs> Dean Lowry, our guest tonight. So what are you going to do on the bye week? Uh, go back home to Rockford. Uh, I think just just mentally recharge, You know, get the body healthy and right, 
um, you know, watch film on Detroit and just relax. So that's just how I'll spend my bye week. You and out of the 53, probably 47 others want to get their body right. This has been a really weird year with the personnel combinations. The offensive line hasn't started the preferred same five in any of the seven games so far. Defensive secondary has been crazy all year long. How tough has it been to kind of try and find that consistent level of play when you've got new players every week? Uh, it's been very tough, but I think you know great teams find a way to get through that. And I think uh, once we are healthy, I think that shows that we'll be at full strength and we'll be a tough team to, to deal with. But I think right now as bye week comes at a very um, beneficial time for us to get healthy. And um, like I said, I think once we are finally healthy, um, we'll be a very, very dangerous team. I think you only lost Jake Ryan of the migraines yesterday on your side. I know a couple yeah. other guys bounced in and out. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, and again, uh, Montrevious Adams ready to come along. I think it start helping out a little bit too. He's been a healthy scratch lately. But uh, what are your thoughts on, on Montrevious and his future? He's a very athletic big man. Um, I think I've been impressed with his pass rush. I think just uh, he can really help us. I think getting after the quarterback. He's he's very quick for his size. Um, has good hips for you know for for a big man. Um, so I think he'll be a great addition to our D line. All right, we'll get him up soon enough. See. You are from Rockford, Illinois. Were you a Bear fan growing up? Yes, I was. Yes, he was. <laughs> would you would you still say you're a Bears fan because it was your team growing up? No, not not even close. No. So you can just you can just turn that off once yeah. you get so? onto a different team. It, it was turned off immediately when Ted Thompson called. Really? Me yeah. <laughs> it was just easy to shut that part of your heart down. Honestly, yeah, it was. Wow. And, and the paychecks helped too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that's I'm right. Just, I'm, yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Money talks, especially for the accountant. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That's true. Associated <laughs> Bank paid to the order of Dean Lowry. Yes. What about yeah. uh, that is my bank? Yeah, yeah so. I know. What about baseball? wise were you a cubs guy a white Sox guy uh, white Sox, actually yeah ah. white Sox. my parents are both from the south side area so i just followed what they did and um yeah i'm a white Sox fan happy for the cubs when they got their world series ring or just i was happy for them yeah i, I think they have some good players uh, obviously like chris bryant rizzo those are guys that I used to love watching and i went to the college like right by that area so we'd always go down there and hang out in that wrigley uh, wrigley area so um, I think they have a good thing going. It was a tough loss last week, but they'll be back again, I think. Yeah, yeah. Northwestern, just a short little ride from Evanston yep, down exactly. to Wrigleyville. Yep. There's no question about that. Boylan High School in Rockford. Yeah. Yeah. Boylan High School, I had a great experience there. Uh, played football, basketball, baseball. We won uh, two state championships, that, actually. Yeah, there. I know. So that, that is was, a really so powerhouse cool. athletic program. Yeah, well, it was when, when I was there. But yeah. I think it kind of went down a little bit. But, <laughs> kind of dip? Yeah, but they're still uh, playing well. But that was cool. That was our first ever state championship for that for our city, too. So that was a really cool experience for, for me in high school. You mentioned baseball. You, Mike Daniels, some others were at Miller Park this summer. Yeah. Mike got to throw out the first pitch. Uh -huh. What is your honest critique of his <laughs> pitching abilities? Yeah, wow, we're all over Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> I think he practiced for it, but I don't know if it really helped too much. Um, he lollipopped that thing. It, it was a solid pitch. Uh, the crowd was excited to see him. He got the yeah. crowd going. So, that, you know, as always, they, they love seeing Mike out. Um, but yeah, I'd give it like a B minus maybe. B minus. B minus, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think uh, you'll ever get the sh a chance to throw out the first pitch? That'd be something uh, you'd want to do? That'd be cool, yeah. Hopefully. It's a beautiful stadium down there in Milwaukee. So to get, I think you've got to have a little bit better name recognition, though, and to get towards Mike D's level. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Those fighting words. Have, right. you, have you taken the other sports teams on now, Brewers, Bucks, that sort of thing? Um, yeah, I went to uh, uh, the playoff game this year down uh, in Milwaukee. We watched the, the Toronto uh, the play, Raptors the Bucks. Me, 
B. Kenny and uh, Brian Price went down. They're now with the Cowboys. But that was cool seeing um, that team. They're just a young, talented team down there with the Bucks, and um, very cool uh, place to play as well. Giannis going crazy. Hope he does again tonight as they host the Charlotte Hornets. Steve Lowry is our guest. We're going to take another break. When we come back, more on getting this team pointed back upwards after a couple of rough weeks in Minneapolis and at Lambeau. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns live from the stadium view right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're live from the View on another tough night in the fifth quarter. But Dean Lowry is getting us laughing here tonight. We've had our hot play winner. Time for our cold play of the day. Again, you'll get a prize tonight, and you'll get qualified for a grand prize at the end of the season. All right, looking for a cold play, Z. Beth is up. What's your oh, guess, Beth? up Beth. first again. Um, not scoring on the two two turnovers. Ooh, that's pretty good. Not cashing that's, in on yeah, those. Yeah, they were both backed up though. I mean, Demarius was in the end zone, and Devon was at the six, right? After that's right. hell of an athletic catch there by Just Devon. tell her, Mark. She's she's impatient. She's she's so nervous. You know what? That game to me was just so weird with the play third and one twice after those interceptions, and they couldn't convert. Yeah, Beth, you're our winner. Let's oh, do it. Yes, uh, you know what? The cold plays, I, I just, there were so many in that day. It, it started chilling last Tuesday, actually, when Mike McCarthy's game plan was put to bed on a bed of ice, it seemed, because the challenge of getting Brett Hundley ready for his NFL starting debut fell a little bit short. Well, it was a challenge that I didn't meet today. So he, he, didn't, he didn't get comfortable in, in, in the pocket, and that's, that's my responsibility. So did a poor job coaching. Poor job coaching. Mike fell on the sword yesterday, and uh, he laid down it again today. Uh, and I think you appreciate that. Uh, he's never going to blame guys, Dean, and the media uh, for mistakes or things that didn't go right. Uh, he'll just step up and take the bullets. That's what a coach has got to do. Yeah, I think, you know, um, as a player, you, you, you want to see your coach, um, you know, have your back. But I think... On our side of the, the spectrum, I think we didn't do enough. I think there are too many penalties yesterday, especially in the second half. Um, too many just mental breakdowns, and that's in the players in preparation. And that was a team we hadn't played in a few years, so I think we should have had um, a better sense of what we were uh, going to expect and what to, what to do. But I think as a, as a whole, I think players didn't execute as well as we should have. Well, you got two weeks now. Lions, Bears, and Ravens. Oh, my. Right? Are the next three, two of those three at home. You're still four and three. No one's running away and hiding in the NFC or in the NFL for that matter uh, so far. So let's get Brett all the support he needs. Let's do our jobs a little better. Let's come back, especially at home, uh, to get that Lambo advantage back. And I think you guys will get some wind in the sails pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, right now the NFC North is wide open. I think anytime you look at um, the injuries that each team is facing and just um, a lot of games left, we have nine games left. So I think there's a lot of ball to be played left and i think um having two uh, division rivals next uh, next three weeks will be huge for us to, to get w's and get back on track i think so dean what is your first football memory Ooh, oh man uh that goes back that goes way back for me <laughs> um um I, I would say for me it's my first time putting on pads honestly uh that was i think i was eight years old it was my first time playing football and 
Um, just, just the first time having, having teammates and going out there. And I was a center back then, so that was a bit different. I was a center and a DN. But your first time just going out there in pads and, you know, you're always watching um, the games growing up, the NFL games and the college games, and to finally go out there and be part of a football team was pretty cool. Is the biggest kid always the center? Uh, the fattest kid, yeah. The fattest kid. <laughs> so, I, I was oh, pretty sure. You're putting so. on the bad weight, yes. Were, yes. You, were you still eating six thousand calories yeah. a day as a kid? Uh, more so in like pizza and cookies, right, yeah, not yeah, so yeah. much in chicken yeah. breast. And who, uh, who was your favorite athlete growing up? Um, any sport or just uh, any sport? Yeah, any sport, man. Uh, I'll say basketball for a while. It was, it was Kirk Heinrich of the Bulls. <laughs> Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. Wow. Uh, I would say it was probably Erlocker of the Bears, like Devin Hester as well. Um, baseball, um, Mark Burley, Paul Konerko, just, you know, random guys out there. All right. So Halloween coming up, what was your favorite costume as a kid? Um, let me think back. It was Probably, I think I had one when I was like ten, when I was Batman. That was, that was pretty special for me. Being right. Batman, so Batman, Batman nice. Guy. <laughs> so, were you the Adam West Batman, or were you the uh, more Clooney? More Clooney, Kilmer. I would say. More Clooney. More Clooney, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, more Clooney. That's yeah. what the girls said at school, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, look, it's the Clooney Batman. Whatever there helps he is. With that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, touchdown celebrations this year are getting a lot more creative. Steelers yesterday did a hide and go seek touchdown celebration, which was pretty funny. If you score an NFL touchdown, what would your celebration be? Um, I'm not sure yet. It'll probably be spontaneous as of right now, but I think as our D-line gets more into this whole wrestling thing, I think we'll probably have some sort of wrestling um, celebration. So, Is that something uh, so, you guys have talked about? Yeah, we have actually, so uh, nice. stay tuned for us. Nice, so. nice. Well, Jordy, Randall, and Devonte came out with the bobsled thing. That was cool. Thing. I like that. Yeah, that was have cool. you seen the T-shirts yep. yeah. the bobsled thing? I like that. So, yeah. Yeah, kind of a tag going. team wrestling exactly, motif yeah. might be kind of interesting. In well, hurry up. Well, let's, hey, if the Saints got three defensive touchdowns against Stafford, there's one in store for you guys. I think so. I would That's think so. That's so I think on a Monday night, at Lambeau perfect too, time to so, break yeah. it out at Lambeau Field. When, when you were at Northwestern, Dean, who was the team you disliked the most in the Don't Big say Ten? Wisconsin, please. Um, I would say Illinois just because that was our in-state rival. And for a lot of us, that was kind of like the school that we, we could have went to or wanted to go to. And we knew a lot of guys in that team. So I would say Illinois. And it was always a good game against them, too. Usually it was at Soldier Field as well. So that was kind of our in-state Wait, rivalry. Your, your grades were too good to get into Illinois? No, I, I, no, 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 no. Not, not by any Ooh. means. Yeah. I, 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 just, I, I liked uh, Coach Fitz at Northwestern and just the guys. And just it was a good fit for me. I, I admire the Northwestern football program yeah. a lot because it can't be easy. No, that's true. I mean, they beat Iowa uh, this Saturday, too, so that was yes. a good win for us, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's tough to get guys. I mean, a lot of times the guys that they get um, usually are really good students, but um, about half the guys they want to get they can't get because of, you know, the GPA and stuff like that. So it's always a challenge to recruit at schools like that just because, you know, a lot of kids, you know, can't qualify the for that. What's minimum for Northwestern? For, for athletes? Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. What? It's different than we're for the talking, rest of the guys. We're not talking I mean, Brett, Brett Fullwood's uh, Wonderlick score here. Ouch. <laughs> I think it was six. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, I don't know. Like ACT, that that can vary, but usually GPA, you got to be at least like top half of your class and like at least like a three point two, which isn't right. you know, isn't too hard. But I mean, a lot no, of guys still too hard. You know, you know a lot of guys again, still yeah. 
Yeah, I understand. But, yeah, no, I, I really like uh, what Northwestern's done, and it did wonders for you. It did, yeah. I think even just, like, off the field as well, just um, just professionally, and I think just um, preparing and just, you know, character, I think it was huge for me. Cut. You first caught my attention. I think you just destroyed the Badgers. <laughs> yeah, that was you know, a funny. That was my senior year. Yeah, your played, senior game. Yeah. Um, up in Camp Randall, uh, a snow game. I was getting pelted by snowballs the whole time from the student really? section. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that was a, section. That was, that, was a, baby. That, that was a pretty crazy game for us. But that was uh, a defensive battle. I think we won. I think like seventeen fourteen. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Very close game. But that was cool going up there and get that W. All right. Couple of minutes left. Z, anything left? No, we got to hit one more break. All right. Yeah. Got to get one more break. All right, Dean, uh, I asked a couple of guys this today. All right, because we're going to get the coaches going through self-scouts now uh, for the first seven games and try and find ways to tweak, improve, everything else. Uh, if I could ask you to self-scout the defense, where would you start? What would you do? Um, you know, I think it first starts with um, internally not pointing fingers. I think it's easy to say, oh, well, these guys got to pick it up. But I think everyone can improve, and I think – um, defensively, we have the talent is there, the coaching is there, the game plan is there. I think it's just doing it just one step better, and I think you know we can't, like I said, point fingers and 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 um, and just not look at our own room. And so I think for us, just looking at our D line and improving that way. If everyone does that, I think we'll be a lot better defense going forward. Still, it's going to be without twelve, and it's just he's the best player in the NFL, in my opinion, right now, or was up until the collarbone cracked. That's true, but I, I do think Brett Hundley has a lot of talent, though. I think just, I, no, just I, watching him yeah, a, um, throughout, you know, OTAs and, and training camp. I mean, he has a ton of talent. So I think after a few games, you know, after after Sunday, I think he's going to be more comfortable, more confident, and really take off. And that's that's my opinion. I believe that. All right. So look at the mirror. Rally around number seven. Exactly. Let's go. Exactly. You said. All it. right, Dean. Don't want you to be late to get into the <laughs> ring tonight. The accountant. All right. The accountant. All right, in the uh, for the bell tonight. Thanks for coming over. I really appreciate it. Enjoy appreciate the bye it. week. Thank Have you. fun in Rockford, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. We're going to take that last time out. When we come back, we're going to send somebody to the Packer Pro Shop. Guests of the fifth quarter receive gift certificates from Diamonds and Gold, one of the fine jewelers in Green Bay. Catch them over on Central Drive in Alloway. Back with more right after this. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, that was fun with the accountant, Woo! Dean Lowry. Good kid. Really like him a lot. A couple of quick things. It was great to see Bart uh, at Lambeau yesterday. Bart and Cherry, yeah. I, as you know, I, you know, if you've seen the promos on cover two, I was his paper boy as a kid, and I grew up with Bart Jr. We goofed around a little bit, so I was over at the top. Really enjoyed it. Great donations to the Packer Hall of Fame today, and unfortunately, Cherry says, you know, this is going to be our last visit to Green Bay. So, Godspeed, Bart Starr. Yeah. It was awesome to see him. Not only him, but uh, all of the guys from Super Bowl one had a chance to interview Zeke Bratkowski uh, yesterday as well. A lot of fun with that. So, uh, Hope those guys hang around and stay together for a long time. All right, before we go, uh, a reminder, bye week. We will have a show next Monday night. Right, right. So come on back for that. Text fifth quarter to 79489, and you're going to jump right onto the fifth quarter show page, get all kinds of podcasts, great content, and more. And when the pack's away, you get to play over at the Packers Pro Shop from our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling, who's going shopping. Scott Verbankauer. Scott Verbankauer, right? down in the rear scotty you are a winner i want to thank you guys for coming on out tonight you wrestling fans as well there's scotty there it is congrats man nice job buddy good to see you all right all right z what are you gonna do in the bye week um go to rockford illinois 
No, are you? I'm going to go to Rockford with Dean and just hang out. Yeah. I'm going to get reacquainted see with my wife this week. See what it's like to hang out with Dean Clooney, yeah. the accountant. Yeah, that would be funny. All right, so you'll see you next Monday night, folks. Have a great week, everybody. So long. <laughs>